So, this week, did you read about the Microsoft Sony relationship? I read a little about it. I don't know a great deal. It's been it's been a week old story. So, without boring you with the details, um, as I, you can find it all over the internet. Yeah. So basically, what Sony is doing is having trouble streaming, and PlayStation Now is a perfect example of it. The PlayStation Now service is very clunky, and even if you have the best connection, it buffers a ton, and you're never getting the full, clear quality that you could be achieving. On the other side of it, Microsoft, they figured it out. Microsoft seems to know how to run a streaming service. Granted, and this is my opinion, I haven't seen much of the Xbox itself run streaming games, and I don't use PC that much. From what I'm to understand, they have it somehow figured out because they make computers and they're trusted to know what they're talking about. But regardless, Sony obviously believes that because they want to form a relationship to stream games. What does that mean? No one really knows what it means. But I can tell you what I think it means. I believe that they want to try to play each other's games from previous generation, which is currently the current generation. So we're not looking at this service this console cycle. We're looking at this service for the next console cycle. We're looking at this service to probably play games from this generation. So on the next Xbox, you're probably going to be able to stream God of War, and you'll probably be able to stream the new Spider-Man. And if, if, and this is a big if, if Sony does bring games over, I don't imagine it happening like release time i imagine it similar to how it's done now with exclusive games it's probably about a year of exclusivity and then maybe it'll show up on the console and xbox and that's a big if because i am not convinced that we're going to see the current generation on an xbox console i think it's just going to be what we see now on the ps4 the ps5 games will be strictly to them and i think that's just the deal that they'll make to get the streaming done because that's what sony would i mean that's what xbox or microsoft would want they know that uh, they know that Sony makes really good quality first-party games, and their only bite in this would be, "We'll help you with the streaming if you help us with the games." With that said, I don't, and this is crazy, but I don't believe that we're going to see Microsoft games on the Sony hardware. I think that Sony is banking on their streaming service becoming really good, and that isn't part of the deal. Now, I could be completely wrong, but within the next five years. I think what we're going to see is we're going to see Sony have a decent streaming platform on the PS5 and they'll probably be able to stream games from the PS1, 2, 3, and 4 decent. And then they'll have the PS5 games maybe stream them. I wouldn't stream them if I was them. I think it's a bad business move, but maybe after a few years of them being out, they'll stream them. And then I think on the Microsoft side of things, you'll get those PS, maybe the PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games on the Xbox. Don't believe we're going to see the PS5 games. I think that that's not part of the deal. And that'll get the deal done and everyone will be happy. Now, the question is, why would they be doing this right now? I think the first part is that they, Google's going to be coming out with the new streaming service. And there's even bigger rumors that Netflix is going to be at E3 this year, and they're going to announce a gaming streaming platform. And I think if Sony, I think if Sony and Microsoft team together, they feel like they can combat any potential threat that's coming their way 
where does Nintendo play in all this? I'm not sure because Nintendo has a working relationship with Microsoft as well. So it'll be interesting to see what develops over the next five years. But that's my take on it. Do you have a take on it? I, mean, I was going to say, I'd be surprised if we see any of the PlayStation games move across to the Xbox. But if it's the backwards, like the games from the PlayStation 1, 2, and 3, maybe even the 4 at this point, that, that probably makes sense. I thought it was more for the crossplay sort of feature, but then I think that wouldn't really hold much of a sway for Microsoft unless they really cared about that. But I think they probably care about that as much as PlayStation do. But of course, like you said, PlayStation, they, they do want that stream, uh, the better downloads and the better streaming. I mean, you download something on the PlayStation 4 at the moment and uh, it takes such a long time. Whereas with the Xbox, I mean, I can be start downloading like a 80, 90 gig game. I mean, that practically takes no time. Even this Switch, I think its downloads times are pretty good. And I don't think they're particularly large files. Yeah, I noticed with the Switch, I sometimes have issues with updates. Updates tend to take longer than downloading games, and that could be server overload, overload related. Possibly. Yeah, I, so, I very rarely so play much. What if we're looking at this all... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, this, I, I can't remember the last time I had an update for a game on my Switch. Just I, I've got it thinking uh, that I play it a lot, and I tend not to. Smash Bros. had a pretty significant update that took literally all night to download for me. This, this is going to make me sound old, but the one game that I do like playing on there is Pokemon. Yes. Uh, me and my wife have that, and we'll play it together. But after about 10 minutes of playing it, I get really sleepy and end up falling asleep. I'm only like a couple of hours into it just because of how often I fall asleep playing it. Your daughter will end up playing it, though, and she'll end up beating it before you. Probably. <laughs> That's how it's going to be at my house, anyway. My daughter gets a hold of, she has the Harry Potter Lego game. That took a while to download too. And she pretty much, I didn't believe her at first, but she's like, oh, I'm already at the third story. No, I'm already at the second game because it's two games in one. It's the years one through four and then four through seven. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. And I go on there and she can play the first game within like a few hours. So it's like, she's going to be beating these games on Nintendo Switch before me. <laughs> oh yeah. It's going to be um, much smarter than us. What, so what if we're looking at this all wrong? Like something had occurred to me. What if they aren't working in the... What if this this potential streaming service by Microsoft Sony... And this is highly unlikely because the chances of them uniting and splitting it are... are I can't imagine seeing it, but let's just put it out there. What if they're coming together to create a streaming service entity separate from their consoles? Let me elaborate. They release something under a code name, I don't know, for this purpose, let's call it United. We'll just call it United. Okay. And it's blue and green. And it literally has it's just streaming. It's just a it's just a service like Netflix. And you can get Xbox and PlayStation games and pay ten dollars a month. And you, you can stream it from any device, anywhere, like a Netflix downloading on your app on a phone. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, if you go on your phone right now and you search cloud gaming, there's tons of apps that do it. They just don't do it very well. 
but I could play I, I could play PC I could play Counter Strike Source right now on my mobile phone if I sign up for one of those cheap streaming services. They aren't very good, but imagine if somebody with the money of Sony and Microsoft decided to actually take control of it. Yeah, it wouldn't be in their best interest though because I don't know how they'd split the money because they're talking about two huge entities. But I think it, gamers would win, and I think it'd be a good move going forward. It would be quite interesting if they did do that. I, I don't really see it just because of, unless they're still going to release the next PlayStation and Xbox as a separate type of thing. Honestly, don't unless yeah. they're going to work together to create the the streaming app to run on those consoles. Yeah, and then just build their that. own consoles. The reason why, and then there's another reason why that may not be too. Is because PlayStation Now exists and Game Pass exists, and I don't see Game Pass going anywhere because I know that brings in good money for Xbox, and Xbox pushes it bundled with Xbox Live, which is a smart move. Um, PlayStation Now may go away, or it may just go into Sony's hands. Mm. Um, I don't know what they're going to do there, but I can see that happening. I believe that Sony said they're not going to... Well, I don't believe this. I know this. They said they weren't going to be at E3 this year. But Microsoft is. So do not be surprised if they do it for the pictures, they do it for the cheers, they do it for the gamers. Sony comes out during the press conference. They announce what they're doing and what all these rumors mean. They shake hands. They get that picture at E3 of them united. And I can see that actually happening. I'd say I'm about 80% sure that's going to happen at E3 this year. Yes, we'll see. So now we got to. I want to talk about the Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, so I'll do. Uh, this is gonna be really, really quick. I was reading on Twitter this morning that Pokemon Sword and Shield is planning a direct. Well, Nintendo is planning a direct coming um, sometime in within the next two. Let me redo this because I want to get the exact day. Um, the the uh, site that I have up just says that it's going to launch in 2019. Do you have your computer in front of you? Yeah. You want to just search uh, Pokemon Direct? It'll probably be the first thing. I can't find it on my phone and the sun's making it so I can't see. I think it's June 8th, but I'm not sure. No, June 6th. Uh, yeah, June 6th. Uh, no, June, June 5th. 6th. Oh, really? June 5th? Okay. June 5th. Wow, that's my birthday. That's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. I like it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think it's at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah, 9 a.m. Uh, yeah. 2 p.m. my time. That's not bad for you. I'll be at work anyway, so I'll just listen to it while I'm working. That's um, uh, the, presen the presentation. Yeah. And it'll and probably, I wonder if it's going to be live or if it's going to be dropped on YouTube like a video. So uh, it says on here, Nintendo has announced it will be hosting a Pokemon Direct live stream next week on 5th of June. Oh, okay. For it. Nice. Uh, it will run for 15 minutes. Perfect. So hopefully we get more details because I know they showed us a little bit of details on it. But we haven't seen too much. It was like a quick short video, if I remember correctly, unless I've been out of the loop. Knowing that it's going to come out on the Switch, that actually impressed me. I'll play that. We'll have to wait and see, and we'll do a report on it next time we can, when we get a chance to. That's next week it will be streaming, so we can even watch it and then something afterwards. That sounds like a good idea. 
that probably be that that day. I could probably just I don't know if you're available, but that, that sounds good. Well, you could wish me a happy birthday. I will. I'll probably <laughs> message you first thing in my morning, your afternoon. I, for messaging you every day, I think. Now I feel like I'm annoying you sometimes. No, no actually, it makes me giggle. <laughs> like I'll wake up, or I'll be walking, and I'll wake up. I'll be like walking around and look, and there's a message saying good morning. And it's like, oh, bless him. <laughs> yeah. There was one more story I wanted to do, and I got to help my wife cook. What was the last story? This is gonna be a little. This one might be a little longer than a video, but so um. I heard this, I got some unfortunate news this morning. I went to the doctor. I don't know, I just wasn't feeling well. I I, wo I woke up, I was nauseous. I had stayed up the night before. Um, I just I couldn't tear myself away from the Xbox. So I went to the, um, I went to the, uh, around where I live, they have these walk-in clinics. Okay. And I went in there and they looked at me for like, five or ten minutes I told him how my night went and they asked me what I was doing you know when I woke up and I said woke up I I only I briefly fell asleep they're like oh you couldn't get asleep no not really and they're like were you, you know restless um you have a headache it's like no I just I really really wanted to help my son finish this Minecraft map that he's been working on and I, and then they said, "Oh, you let your son stay up that late?" Like, yeah, we really had to finish this level, so we were gonna have for hours and hours. Um, so you know what they told me? What's that? I have a gaming disorder. Do you know what a gaming disorder is? Is it something you can take pills for? I, I don't know. I cream. Didn't give me anything for it. There's no cream. No. It's not cream I could rub on my disorder. Um, I think you, we shouldn't really talk about that on a podcast. That's private talk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So here I am just finding out I had a gaming disorder. So I went back home and I just sat there and looked at my Xbox for a minute. Wondering where I went wrong. Where I went wrong in Halo 3. I just didn't get all the skulls. And I don't know why I was thinking about that. I think it was my, I think it was my disorder kicking in. So, I I just had to step away. I fell asleep, and then I woke up and I had my phone on in front of me, and I just realized I was sleep gaming. Have you ever slept gamed? I have actually. I was shooting basketballs on the stupid Facebook app, and I was just like, oh my god, this disorder is out of control. It's controlling my life. Describe to me your sleep gaming experience. Uh, this is this was not uh, back in the day of um, uh, Left 4 Dead 2. No, it was Left 4 Dead 1 when that was released. I remember playing that game so much that when I closed my eyes, I still saw the game being played. I and, think it's safe to say we have a disorder. Yeah, I honestly don't know if there's a cure for it. Uh, I don't think I want to be cured, but I think I'm okay with it. I think my wife might argue with that. <laughs> I'm here to say that us at the Free For All cast, it's okay to have a gaming disorder. In fact, it's fine. At least it's not an addiction. It's a disorder. There's a distinct difference. I googled it. 
So we welcome everyone who refuse, refuges or struggles or goes through the same thing to listen to our show, The Free For All, where your disorder is welcome. And that's where the video ends. I still can't believe that you said rubbing cream on your disorder. <laughs> uh, that really made me get chuckle. That's good. <laughs> I like it.